Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Transforming Trauma to Triumph. And today I have a very special guest with us, Chloe Panda, who is joining us and going to share her story, her work with us. And I'm super excited to have her here. Thank you so much, Chloe, for joining us. Thank you so much for having me, Diana. I really appreciate the opportunity. So I'm really excited to be here. (laughs) Yeah, so for our audience who don't aren't familiar with you or don't know your work, um, just Mm -hmm. let us know who you are, what you do, and kind of keep everybody updated on what's going on um, in Chloe's world right now. Sure. Um, So I am a mindset and transformational coach, and I help clients, specifically entrepreneurs, I help them overcome obstacles that are keeping them small in their business, and I help them to remove any limiting beliefs, whether that's around money or obstacles that they are trying to overcome. That way they can have a thriving, growing business, regardless of any pandemic. So I help them to create a pandemic-proof business and to help them live a thriving, peaceful life that they can live perfectly and purposely doing their creative business. And that's exactly what I I help with clients to do. Um, I'm happy to be here with you, Diana, to talk more about um, how people can transform limiting beliefs so that they can actually live a limitless life. Mm, Yeah, yeah. And I, I mean, I completely relate to that because being a business owner as well, and also working with other entrepreneurs, like a lot of times, it's not the business strategy, right? Mm -hmm. It's the, it's the mindset. It's the limiting beliefs. It's the conditioning, right? It's the, it's the energy of your relationship with your money and with how, you know, your worthiness and all that stuff. It's like, I, I completely get like, this is, you know, a part of business that I think is really coming to the forefront, understanding that you can have all the strategy in the world, but if you don't work on your inner, um, inner dialogue with what's going on in your inner world, it, it doesn't, it doesn't translate out. Yeah. Yeah, there is a a lot of things that are floating around out there that you have to work hard to play hard. And if you don't work hard, then you're not going to be able to get the the income that you want in your business. And that is a huge myth. I don't work hard. Um, I, I work easily and effortlessly. Mm-hmm. And I'm able to help my clients transform that working, you know, 60, 80 hours a week to working 20 hours a week, 30 hours a week, and how to delegate those tasks to people that actually specialize in smaller tasks and then focusing on doing what they want to do best, which is their creativity mm-hmm. and working creatively in their business. So that's a huge limiting belief how people have to work extremely hard to get a certain level in life, and you don't have to do that. For some people, if that's their belief system, they believe in their reality that they have to work hard, then yes, that's true for them. But you don't have to necessarily believe that you have to work hard to get the kind of life that you want. Mm -hmm. If you believe and craft the reality around you that your life can be easy and effortless and you are surrounded by abundance, then you will attract that into your life. But if you repel that by having a limiting belief, you're not going to have that easy effort, effortless flow into your business. It's going to be very difficult to get that. So. I help my clients to overcome those obstacles and learn how to live a limitless life, but also to have a thriving business, regardless of what's happening right now in the world and how they can still have peace within, but also have a thriving, growing, scaling business besides whatever else is going on in the world. And that's exactly what we talk about 
in my program, um, M4, that helps my clients overcome trauma, but also help helping them overcome limiting beliefs in their, their businesses. Mm, yeah, it's so important, especially right now for re- for really conscious leaders to, to really step into the business world, understanding that like, you know, that working till you're, you're dead kind of mentality is, is so old school and that's not how we're operating anymore. You know, and I think with this pandemic, it really shows that like you can't sit here and expect to like, you know, um, for the world to accommodate your 40 hour week schedule and think that you're safe. Like it is really, you know, and I've, and I've definitely seen a spike in my business as well since the pandemic is a lot of people really understanding that they want to work for themselves. They want to be entrepreneurs. They want to start their business because they can't depend on the unreliability of the world right now. And it's, you know, again, start working with that energy first, right? Like how are you approaching your business, your money and your, and your craft. So, I mean, tell us more, like, were you always working easy or were you, or have you always been in flow or, or was there a journey to, to get to this point where you're at now where you can just relax and receive? So no, I was never always in this state of mind. Mm-hmm. Um, I used to work in corporate America and I, I worked in a job that I absolutely loathed and I did not like coming into work. I felt that I was worth more and I wanted to do more. I just didn't know how to do that. Mm -hmm. I felt like I was stuck and I didn't know how I could exchange working 50 hours a week, 60 Mm -hmm. hours a week to working less, but actually making more money. And I would always look online. I would see many different content creators, entrepreneurs doing this wonderful thing, living their lives and working in their businesses full time and making wonderful amounts of money and just living their best lives. And I just did not know how to do that. So I actually did some inner work and I just started to ask myself, what do I really want to do? What do I want to do and how do I want to help people so that they can do what they want to do as well? And I just wrote a list down of things I loved, things I knew I never wanted to do ever again. I knew that I never, ever wanted to work in an environment where I was micromanaged or someone told me what to do, when to do it, when to come in, when to go home. I knew that that was never going to be the end all be all for me. And I didn't want to have that as my, my life because some people I knew, some people's parents and, you know, their grandparents, they work in companies for 30, 40 years even, and they retire and they're, they're in their, their, later, their later years in life, but they can't enjoy living fully when they're young. And I didn't want to wait till I was 60 or 70 years old to fully enjoy my life. I wanted to enjoy my life now and yeah. be able to do what I wanted to do when I wanted to do that. So I simply just wrote down a list of what I enjoyed and what I did not enjoy. And I, I shifted my thinking. So instead of focusing solely on what I did not like, such as I hated going into work, I hated doing this stuff. I wanted to do something different. What was the the job that you left? So I used to work for a company where I was in human resources and um, I loved what I did, but it was a burnout job. And Mm -hmm. Being in human resources is lovely, but you are constantly on the go. You're constantly being pulled in many different directions as in any, you know, salary position or any type of corporate role. And I wanted the freedom to do 
what I wanted to do on my own terms. So I shifted my way of thinking to looking at my job as a stepping stone, as an opportunity that I took at the time and I was going to love it in that time I was in that job and focus only on what I wanted to do or what I love to do. And that was writing. That was helping other people in some way. That was creating content. So I focused my energy solely on doing those things and I shifted my way of thinking. So instead of coming into work with an attitude or being upset or not just being in in a happy uh, mood or whatever the case was, I started to actually love what I did so that while I was there, my energy shifted. So instead of having my energy level low and not in a high vibration, I raised my energy in that place of work. So that way I was still able to do my job successfully while I transitioned into a business owner. And that is what I did. So I didn't just up and just leave the job and not have a plan. I planned this out. um, So that way I had some savings and money that was put away, but I used it as an opportunity to help me grow my business so that I wasn't just kind of, okay, I quit my job. Now what do I do? That yeah. just was I was willing to do. Um, I wanted to ease into a business that I didn't have to worry about struggling or wondering how am I going to pay my mortgage next month or things like that. I wanted mm-hmm. to have money put away and I wanted to make sure that I was able to sustain myself as the business grew. And that's what I did. I just shifted my way of thinking from hating something to actually loving parts of it and focusing on what I loved about that until I was able to make a transition to do what I do fully. And that's exactly what I did. Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. That's incredible. And that takes a lot of willpower and inner strength to really like refocus your energy, refocus your mindset. And you know what I mean? Because when you're in those environments where you're not happy and it's not supportive of you and it's something that you don't like to try and like look beyond it and try to focus your energy and, and your attention beyond it is, is very challenging. And it takes a lot of strength to really you know, get serious about like, no, I'm going to create a different reality regardless of what I see right now, you know, and I love, there's this one Abraham Hicks quote that I love. It's like conjure expectation outside of reality, you know, and when your reality is not supportive of what you're looking to experience right now, continue to look outside of it, continue to conjure expectation outside of what it is that you're seeing now, because what you're seeing now is temporary. Everything is temporary, you know, and from that place, you can, again, like you said, to readjust your mindset and your emotions and your, and your focus so that you're like, okay, this is temporary. Let me raise my vibration in this moment and then allow myself to work towards creating something else. So that's awesome. Congratulations. <laughs> that's beautiful. Yeah, I had a very similar journey, so I can completely relate. And, um, yeah, it's, um, it, and it's so amazing now to understand that like yeah like I really shifted my whole life to now do something that I love and that's like incredible like to wake up every day and like be super happy to like do what you do now like how what an amazing shift it is it's totally amazing I would say something that helped me along the way is that before I went in and started my day I meditated and before the pandemic I would just sit in my car Um, and just kind of meditate, get myself grounded. So that way I had this frame of mind where I was going to be peaceful regardless of what happened. Um, So if anyone is in a situation where they're trying to transition 
from a full-time job into a creative role as a content creator or an entrepreneur, and you're having struggles with dividing your energy and protecting your energy from people and, and what they're feeling, I would say meditate and place your energy into a separate little box. What I would do is I would actually meditate. I would close my eyes. I would remove my energy from me to protect it and put it in a sacred place, a sacred void, or it can be any symbol that you want it to represent and keep that energy safe. So that way, when you go into your job, your energy for other people is transparent. They cannot affect you. You're not going to actually intake their feelings. You're going to be transparent to that energy. That works like wonders. I would also get a cup or a glass of water and put it on my desk. So that way, any negative energy would actually go into that water and not into me. At the end of the day, I would just pour it down the toilet and just leave it be. I wouldn't touch it, wouldn't drink it. Um, but that is some tips I can provide if you're transitioning or you want to remove negative energy from you because a lot of times people can be um, more susceptible to energy that is not their own. They can take in things easily and they can feel disgruntled or just moody and wonder what's happening. Why do I feel this way? It's because someone else's energy actually has kind of probably went through you and you kind of have some things holding on to you. So that's a way to get rid of that negativity that doesn't belong um, inside your energy aura. Yeah. 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 And you know, it's like what they say, it's like you are the sum of the five people that you spend your time with, you know, and like, and that's a really great tip to understand, like, what are you spending your time doing? If you're intaking like really, um, you know, low vibrational media, if you're, you know, engaging in low vibrational activities like gossiping or all these things are just like you know sometimes the the environment and even like in a corporate job or whatever the environment affects how you feel and it's like you know even though you were still in that environment you were able to be like you know what even though I'm physically here I'm energetically not going to allow it to absorb into me and that's like again it's such a skill it's it's very very challenging to do and I've had to do the same thing for sure and it's you know it takes such willpower, such spirit power, you know, to really go in and be like, nope, like you're not gonna, gonna um, penetrate me and my, my peace, right? But I also love the water thing because I actually just moved into a new apartment and my girlfriend, um, she's like, put a glass, she's like, put glasses of water with like, uh, I have Himalayans with Himalayan salt around. And she goes, and she said that when, every time she does it, when she moves into a new apartment, like when she wakes up the next day, like the water is black. Wow. It's like absorbing like all the negative energy yeah, exactly. here before. And I was just like, huh, like I'm going to try that. So you're the second person that told me about this water thing. So I'm definitely going to try that out. Yeah. That's really awesome. It definitely works. <laughs> so you would just leave it on your desk, but you wouldn't put anything in it? Mm. No, because I was at work. So, you know, I would just basically get a cup and just fill it up with some water because a lot of individuals at work we don't know what they're going through when they come home or when they come from home to work they're bringing with them all types of energy from their spouses their children their significant others whatever they're going through and they have cords that are attached to them so those cords can sometimes transform or transfer to you if you aren't protective of your energy 
So what I would do to protect myself is I would actually remove my energy and put it into a box before I went into that building, but also as a secondary precaution to put a glass or a cup of water on my desk and just let it sit there. Don't touch it. Don't drink it. And then whoever comes through, if they have any type of negativity that's connected to them, that would go right into that cup or glass and that would not transfer into me. And I just felt better. I immediately felt better. I would usually leave feeling heavy and tired and lethargic. And after doing that, I felt energetic. I felt upbeat. I felt like I was just transparent to anything that was around me. Mm. And that is another reason why, you know, I want to talk about limiting beliefs because a lot of people can have influence on us that can tell you that that's not possible. You can't have this kind of life. This isn't what it's all about. You have to have a job to support you. You can't do your own thing. Mm -hmm. Those people, when they tell you that, those are their limiting beliefs and that is their reality. So you cannot, as a person, let anyone else's limiting beliefs affect your life and your reality because your reality is your own world. We all are on this planet, but we all have our own individual realities. So whatever is important to you may not be important to someone else. They may have a a really hard time struggling with making money and someone else next to them can just be thriving can just attract abundance by doing literally nothing or things will seem to come really easy to some people effortlessly without you having to do much at all because that is what that person believes in so you know this goes into what I want to talk about as far as removing limiting beliefs and how you can actually attract success and abundance starting right now regardless of where you are in life because that is how we transform our lives and overcome living a a scarcity life or living a life of victim mentality. We have to transform ourselves to be bigger and rise above that so that we can live the life we're meant to live. We're meant to live limitless lives here. This is not supposed to be hard and just, I just hate it. I just don't want to be here. It's supposed to be a lovely wonderful, vibrant experience on this earth, but we have to wake up and we have to attract that type of lifestyle to ourselves. We can't just wake up and say, okay, I'm ready. How do I get it? Where's it? When is it going to come to me? I'm looking for it. You have to take action to get what you want and attract that to you. So if you have people that just bring you down and they're not supportive of you, you're going to have to be really transparent to their energy because those people can affect you and your success, to be quite honest. You have to cut cords. You have to cut ties with people who are holding you back because you will then be considered um, a person who is going to have a lower vibration based upon the people you associate with or hang out with because of what they're beliefs are it's just how it works it's just the law of attraction yeah and that's why we have to be really conscious about that yeah I love that I think also you know when we are 
conditioned from childhood right to believe these things and like a lot of these are passed down generationally like I'm the first entrepreneur of my entire lineage like you know what I mean like I broke the generational curse of poverty of slavery you know what I mean of like working for someone else and like you know for for my family like they never ever believed that it was gonna happen because it was like there's no way you can do that and then when I did it and I'm like successful and I'm thriving and like everything is amazing amazing they're it's almost like they're like flabbergasted it's like it like breaks this whole reality that was very boxed in and very like you said limited and just like constricted you know and I and it was like and I feel like there's always going to be like like I feel like the black sheep of the family tend to be like the 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 movers and the shakers that, that really understand that like I'm going to shake things up and I'm not going to follow the same uh path that was set up you know before me or whatever and just really um, do something different, you know? And I think a lot of times it's so scary to do something different because the unknown, right? Fear of the unknown fear. What if I fail? What if it doesn't work out? Like, what if I, you know, go broke and like all this stuff. And it's like this lack of trust, right? Because I think trust is a huge, huge factor in allowing yourself to step into something that you're not sure how it's going to work out, but trusting that it will, because you're taking a risk. Because I think a lot of times people, they don't have trust. They want to have control. They don't know how to surrender, right? Like all of those aspects really come into stepping into the safety net that is all around you, but you can't see or touch or understand that it's there you know, and, and taking that leap of faith into what your soul is calling you towards, you know, and I think it's, it's so, it's such a deep healing that needs to happen in order for people to really be ready to step into that new elevated life. No, I I totally agree. It's all about shattering that glass ceiling. And because I was, I grew up in a similar environment. I'm the first person in my family who is an entrepreneur. My mother's extremely proud of me, but, um, you know, and everything I do, it just seems like she's living vicariously through me because she's like, I'm just so proud of you. And I think it's because of conditioning where, you know, my grandmother and my grandfather, they went to work. They worked at the same place for 30 years. My mom Mm -hmm. is doing the exact same thing. It's just kind of like, this is how it is. You know, this is what we do. This is how you're going to make money and make a nice living. You have to do these steps. And I just did it. And I'm like, you know, one day I woke up, I'm like, this isn't happiness for me. This isn't happiness. And I don't want this type of life. And there has to be more. And I think because I was searching for answers and I just wanted to know, well, if I want more, how do I get more? Because a lot of us don't really understand how to get more. It's the question of, well, how does that happen? How do I transition from where I am right now to the dream life? Because there are forces outside of us that work in our favor to help us get there. Forces that we cannot see, we physically feel them, but we cannot physically see them. And I think because of that, it's scary for a lot of people to kind of take that leap of faith and trust in themselves to actually get from where they are to where they want to be. So I think the question of how actually holds a lot of people back because they don't know exactly how they're going to get from where they are to where they want to be and they see that they're here but they want to be all the way up here well how do I get here but they don't see the steps it's going to take to get there the very very small step you have to take to get up to that top level and I think that that 
is the reason why it's just safer to stay in a job or to have a limiting belief about something, whether it's money or attracting a partner or whatever the case is, because they feel they can get that, but they can't really get what they want. So in terms of a relationship, if you feel you only can attract a certain kind of person, I think I only deserve this kind of person. You know, they can be like this or they can do this. And if yeah. they have attitude, whatever, I guess I can deal with that. Mm-hmm. But do you really want that? Because you don't have to settle. The thing mm-hmm. is that no one has to settle. There is no rule that you must have this type of man or woman you must do this. You must do that. There are no rules. Or that you and must I, be married and have kids by a certain age or whatever it is. It's yeah. like, no. It's just conditioning. And I think because we are, our belief system is limited to these small choices, we feel we have to do that. Mm-hmm. But if you really write down and think about what you want and focus solely on your desires of what you want to have in your life, that is when things will happen. That's when the magic will happen. But if you settle for less, you're actually lowering your vibration. You're telling the universe, hey, I know I'm destined for greatness, but you know what? I think I just want to stay down here for a while. I think I'm okay down here. But really, you're supposed to be way up here. So when you do that, you're actually getting less than what you deserve. You deserve the world. And I think that's why people struggle with going from, again, how do I get from where I am to what I, where I want to be? Because they don't know how to get there. And that's what I want to reiterate is that you don't have to worry about the how. The how is like the magic ingredient. You don't have to worry about that. Just take the action steps to get from where you are right now to yeah. where you want to be in life, in business, life, anything you have to focus on those very small steps to get from point A to point B. And that's where the disconnect is, I think, in in so many of us. Mm -hmm. I think it's understanding that everything is a stepping stone, right? Because again, everything is temporary. So sometimes people think they're like, okay, I have the job and this is it. I'm here for 30 years. You know what I mean? Not understanding, like allow everything to be a stepping stone, allow everything to be a learning experience, allow everything to continually progressively move you forward, right? Like everything, once you come from the perspective that everything is temporary, you can understand that like, okay, like we're, we're moving. Right. And so, I, you know, I think I also wanted to say too that although, yes, like you want these things, right? But I think a lot of people struggle with the worthiness, mm-hmm. the worthiness, right? Like, yes, they want these things, but I probably can't have that, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really want a bigger life, but I probably don't deserve that. That's not meant for me. That's meant for other people. And so really untangling a lot of that inner work, which is I know the work you do and the work I do as well, is just like what your reality is, is what you have subconsciously allowed. Mm-hmm. And you're just, al- you're allowing this level because that's where you feel you deserve. And the people that finally get up here, it's because that's what they've allowed because that's what they feel they deserve. So it's really working through um, our own self-esteem issues and about our ability to receive and, and, and expand beyond uh, what we were told. And it takes a lot of inner work and a lot of reprogramming to really get to that place. <laughs> It definitely does. There's one exercise that I do with my clients to help them to overcome those feelings because I can't tell you how many people that I've worked with that feel they just don't deserve a certain type of life or because they've been battered or they've been traumatized to believing that they don't deserve 
a relationship with a worthy person or partner or a worthy business that's success because they don't believe that. So in order to overcome those feelings that you don't believe or deserve something, you first have to feel the feeling that you want to feel when you are at the level that you want to be. So if you want to have a thriving business or a new home or a partner or whatever it is that you want, you first have to feel what that would feel like when you have that. So if you are in your brand new business, you've left your job, you're earning multiple six figures a year, or maybe you're earning a million dollars a year, whatever that number looks like to you, how do you feel when you wake up in the morning? How does that feel? You have to feel what that person you want to become is going to feel like when they are already at the place they want to be. You have to act like that person. So if you're a millionaire, how do millionaires act? How do they budget their money? How do they run their businesses? You know, if you're an entrepreneur, what do you do in the morning? How are you being productive? If you want to have a, a wonderful partner, what do you do for that partner? How do you show you love them? You have to act as if you already have these things already, and then you're going to start to receive that abundance. But you have to rewire your thinking around um, feeling unworthy because those things will repel the life that you want. So you first have to go back and understand why you feel this way and then untangle that knot because there, yeah. there's a knot there. Untangle that knot, get to the root cause of that issue, and then begin to fully experience and feel how it's going to feel to really have what it is that you want. And that is how you begin to uh, de-traumatize yourself and also how you begin to receive and accept abundance by doing that. And that's how we start off to grow spiritually. Absolutely. It's all about the embodiment. You know, I think a lot of times yeah. with the law of attraction, there is like this misconception. It's like, oh, if I just think positive thoughts, everything will be good. And that's like toxic positivity, right? Where it's like, you're not looking at the shadow aspect of things in order to really embody the frequency that would, that which you're trying to attract, you know? And so I think, uh, I, I think for even like when I was younger, like I, I missed the entire embodiment aspect of it. And, and once I really anchored that, down and I really got that I was like oh, okay that was the missing ingredient the embodiment right because we we can think all the positive things we want we can write we can journal make the vision boards all the things but if we don't feel good we don't feel good and feel deserving and worthy while we're trying to manifest it's mm -hmm. it's we've just created blockages in, in receiving that. So I think that's such an important aspect um, that you mentioned, but yeah, yeah, so I know you are going to be giving our audience a little taste of what it is that you offer or anything that you're, you're, so yeah, tell us a little bit about that. Okay, sure. Yeah. So right now I have a newly developed program. It's called M4 and it's the money mindset manifestation magnetism program and it's a mastermind program specifically developed for entrepreneurs so people who are already thriving whether you're part-time entrepreneur or full-time but individuals who want to grow and scale their business that feel that they're stuck maybe you've been doing this for a long time but you just cannot get past a certain amount of income in your monthly revenue Maybe you're brand new and you want to be able to transition from a full-time employee to a full-time entrepreneur, but you don't really know how to do that. In this program, we really uncover blockages that are keeping you stuck in that particular space because 
if you have been doing this for a while, you know that you should be able to get to a certain level by a certain time, but there is some work that has to be done inside. So inner work to remove any roadblocks, any mindset blocks, any reprogramming issues that you may be experiencing to help you grow fully to get what you want and to have an abundant life. So the program, it is an eight-week intensive program, and it helps people uncover everything from mindset issues to doing hypnotherapy to doing neuro-linguistic programming to really, really uncover deeply instilled issues. Because the work of thinking about positive quotes and just thinking that you're going to be happy for the day but not really feeling that is not work at all you have to really work to get to where you want to be and I think that people may um, some people may kind of discord that because like well hey I've I've done this I I do believe in this but I I don't see any results well what are you doing what kind of work are you actually doing to get these results so this program really works deeply on a deep level uh brain heart center level to help you to really reprogram your way of thinking and to remove unconscious beliefs so that you can live an abundant life so before it is available it is open for a short time but I work really closely with everyone to help them to achieve maximum success in their life so abundance in all areas holistically, including growing a thriving business, which is very important right now, especially as we are in a pandemic. So when yeah. to kind of get out of that, what do I do next mode? How do I, I prevent myself from, you know, becoming like everyone else? How do I have a thriving business regardless of what's going on around me? This is how you do that by pandemic proofing yourself and your business to living a thriving business and or living a thriving life and having a thriving business is how you do that yeah absolutely and just creating you know financial independence for yourself you know not depending on somebody else to pay you or depending on the market or whatever the economy to determine like what what happens in your life and in your business and so I think really creating that financial independence is so important for people right now so yeah um the link to uh Chloe's program is going to be um on this page underneath the video as well in the email that you received uh this interview in uh Chloe thank you so much for joining us you are doing amazing work in the world and I'm so so grateful to be connected with you and just like you know women empowering other women that are really in alignment with true service and really doing something from the heart like I can feel like how passionate um and energized you are about showing up to like really serve your clients and and do and share your heart with all of us so I really appreciate it thank you so much thank you Diana for having me I really appreciate this (laughs) absolutely me too um (laughs) all right so thank you for tuning in to another episode of transforming trauma to triumph I'm your host Diana Min and we'll catch you on the next one bye